about you. You call his name, something happens. Yes, sir. And it's funny because John was that Jesus. Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, 
block out every device that the enemy is trying to put in the way that we will not hear this word. Every hedge that needs to be placed up to protect us, God do it. Father God, whatever angels you like to dispatch outside of the door by beside every window, even in our midst, oh God, do it. Father God, allow your Holy Spirit, God, just take control in this place, God. Father God, because God, this is not about none of us. God, this is about you and what you want your people to do, oh God. What you want us to hear, what you want us to understand. Because God, you are the great I am. Hallelujah. God, you are the beginning and you are the end. And won't nothing happen unless you know all about it. God, you per you permit some things, but also you speak things. So whatever you speak, God, truly has got to happen. I'm just asking you, oh God, that when you speak, be merciful, oh God. Glory, hallelujah. Just be merciful, oh God. God, we ask for blessings, but we don't know what it takes, oh God, for you to bless us. We don't know all that you got to do, what you got to move, what you got to put into position in order for us to, to receive the blessing that we think is so easy to come. Because, God, we don't know the price that was paid, oh God, for us to receive. We don't know who you got to, who got to be brought down so that we can be lifted up. We don't know, God. We don't know whose who's accounts got to be drained. We don't know who got to get sick. Who got to die? We don't know God. But God, we ask for blessings as if it's some old big thing. But the blessings, oh God, that you give cost, oh God. There's a price, God, that's got to be paid for every blessing. But God, I thank you, God, that you loved us so much that you decided to, to place every blessing we need in your word, God. We thank you for it, oh God. Yeah. Now, God, as we get ready to, to get ready for your word, God, help me to decrease. Yeah. If it be the sin and I'll miss it, be the sin in me, God, forgive us the Bible says, show me the error of my ways, pluck it out and make us right before you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let this all be done so that Jesus can be increased to us all, God, in your son, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We want to go down. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis 37, we're going down to the 12th verse. Hallelujah. Just a few verses, and it reads, And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren and with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he so he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem, and a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, they departed hence. For I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. And Josh and Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold this dream. Hallelujah. We're going to go to this um, 37, 36 and 37 verse. And he said, I seek my brother. Tell me, I pray thee, 
where they feed their flocks. And the man said, they are departed hence. For I heard them say, let us go to Dotham. And Joshua, Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dotham. Hallelujah. I come to preach to us today about detour into position. Detour into position. Hallelujah. Anybody here ever been lost before? Talk to me, church. Anybody ever been lost before? Hallelujah. Any, anybody that drives ever been lost before? Hallelujah. Or you go the way that you know that you always gone and, and then all of a sudden they, you see a big old sign that says detour. <laughs> detour up ahead. Have you ever, uh, it could be like me just keep on going. I ain't worried about that detour. <laughs> I don't drove this road a thousand times. I ain't worried about no, no detour. Hallelujah. Uh, one time, from, this a couple years back, me and Barbara, Daniel and I, we, we, Barbara, we was going to um, Niagara Falls for Barbara's birthday. And we was driving down 104. And Daniel was driving. And, and I was just like, huh. Okay, I saw the sign said detour up ahead. And Barbara was like, what, what's going on? And we just going to keep on going. And then we get down to the end of the road. There was no road. <laughs> and the sign said detour. And I get on the detour. Daniel's driving. And he's driving. He said, this way, that. I go, yeah. <laughs> keep on driving. Then we see another detour. And the, and the GPS won't help it. When, when the GPS still is telling you to go straight and the road ain't there, GPS ain't no help. <laughs> it ain't no help because the GPS keeps saying, reconfiguring route. <laughs> and you have to reconfigure your route and you still lost. <laughs> and so we, we drive down the road. I said, well, it's that detour. Let's keep on the detour. And the road we got on was a road that was so rocky and narrow. Look at that road, baby. It was rocky. And Danny was driving. Barbara was looking back at me. I'm looking back at her. She was looking at me, so I showed where she was driving. She's like, we know how husband and wife talk. You know? I'm looking at her. She's looking back at me. I know she said, I showed where she was driving. And all Danny was saying, this make that go, uh-huh. Danny gave me detours on the road, but there wrong. I'm like, that's a long way. But next thing you know, we was back on the road we needed to be on. Amen. 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 Sometimes we just don't know where we're supposed to. We think we know where we're going. But where we got to get to, only God knows. Hallelujah. Many of us got dreams. Many of us got thoughts. Many of us make plans. Many of us have an idea. And sometimes we, we have in our mind how we are going to get the idea accomplished. But along the way, you run into bumps in the road. Hallelujah. Sometimes there are unexpected bumps. Sometimes there are unexpected people. Hallelujah. But, 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 but there are sometimes when you have an idea, you have a thought or a dream or a plan, sometimes you would love to have some support. That's right. Can I get a witness? Sometimes when you say, I'm going to take a vacation, and people, what they say? Enjoy yourself. Amen. Where are you going? I'm, I'm going to now. Well, I've been there before. Enjoy yourself. You know, but then there are some times that you go someplace and say, why are you going there for? Yeah. What, you, what you doing there for? You know, and, and you get a little bit discouraged, but then you go on anyway. Sometimes you get that you like and you have a horrible time. And you say, what's my who that told me about, about this direction that I've been placing on that? But the long of the short of the story is that sometimes we got to get detoured into the right position. Hallelujah. We, we know this story about Joseph. Joseph and his brothers, hallelujah. The, the, the boy who is 17 years old, 
Hallelujah. Whose, whose brothers didn't like him because he was Jacob's favorite. Because he was the, the, the last son of Rachel whom he loved. Amen. He loved him, but the brothers were mad at him. And I couldn't understand why they were so mad at him. Bible says because he was the youngest. Amen. That's what the Lord said. You read up a little bit higher, up and up and up early, and then this chapter said that they didn't like him. But there was also another reason why they didn't like him. The one reason was was because uh, Joseph liked the snitch. Oh, come on now. He, he, he liked the snitch. Amen. The Bible said that, that he saw brothers from, uh, from he had two brothers from, from Bilhah and Zelpah, and they were doing some evil stuff, and he went and snitched to his daddy. And the Bible said that they didn't like him. Amen. All he was doing was telling about what they did wrong. You know, it's very interesting. When you're doing wrong, people don't like it when you put their business out in the street. Come on, y'all. Talk, talk to me. You don't like it when folks put your business out in the street. That's my business. Have children ever told on them, mama went and did something, they heard daddy say, now, now we got to pay this bill, okay. Then mama go out and shop for something, the kids come back, uh, mama, daddy, mama went to, the, went to that store you told her not to go to. She said, wait, boy, shut up. <laughs> and, you, and mama met you all day. Mama, why you met? You talk too much. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Amen. But again, it, 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 it blows my mind that, that they were mad at him. Amen. He was the youngest. He couldn't do it. He was young. He was 17. Yes, he snitched. But not only were they mad at him, but all the brothers were mad at him. But the thing that, that really tripped me up about why, why, why the sons of, of, of Bilhah were, were mad at him was because they should have been mad at their older brother. Which uh -huh. brother? They should have been mad at their older brother. See, their older brother was named Reuben. He was sleeping in the break room all the 
more time. Come on, you all you Kodak workers. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Talking about place replacing light bulbs. Y'all weren't replacing no light bulbs. Y'all were somewhere asleep. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil up in here. And y'all get mad because I'm snitching. Amen. Amen. But here's the thing. They mad when they saw him coming. Yes, he had he, his father loved him and gave him a pretty coat. And they were mad at him because he had a dream. Amen. He had a dream and he told him, he said, one day y'all gonna bow down to me. I just going, what? You ain't got nothing. Uh, who are you? Have you ever seen, who are you? Have you ever seen somebody say something that's outlandish? Yeah. Like, where you get that from? Amen. You look at you. Look where you come. You fresh off the street. Amen. You fresh off the gun. And you want to come in here, tell me you gonna own a business. You smell bad, you look bad, you sound bad. You just came to Christ last week and now you want to run the church? Come on, y'all know how we do. Come on now. And, uh, and, 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 jo and, and Joseph, then he had another dream. He even told him, he said, ooh, guess what? Not only are y'all going to bow down, but also the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars, the ones that he could see, they going to bow down too. And they went and told their daddy. They said, listen what your son said, your favorite. Your favorite said this. And he said, me too. And he was like, <laughs> I said the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> yeah, you too. He, he and, and everybody got mad, but the Bible said Joseph thought about that. Then Jacob thought about that. Jacob was like, why did he say that? Mm. But the story tells us that they went out to go plow. They went to go uh, uh, work with the sheep. And his father was concerned about it. And he said, go out there and find your brethren. Tell me how they doing. Tell me about the sheep. And he go out there and he get lost. Mm. But then there was a man out there. And he tells the man, I'm looking for my brother. And the man said he went that way. I have a question. Who was the man? Mm. Sometime in our life, we have a moment that's a detour sign. We get detoured in a direction. He was lost where he was. The man could have told him, go back to your father. But he said, go that way. And when he went that way, when his brothers saw him, when they said, here we come, they was mad. Immediately, they had a plan to kill him. And they took him and they threw him in a pit, hoping that some evil beast would kill him and eat him. But then Reuben showed up. Hallelujah. Reuben showed up, so no, we can't do that. That's our brother. Let's take him out the pit. But what they didn't know, Reuben had an idea for him to go back to his daddy. All right now. But look at this. Judah had an idea that was different from that. His idea was, wait a minute. Let's do something different. They put him in another hole. And they said, let's wait. He said, wait a minute, there's some Ishmaelites coming. Why don't we sell him to the Ishmaelites? Y'all don't see, but this is another detour. Hallelujah. If he was supposed to go back home, the man that he ran into first time would have told him how to get back home. But instead, he told him that way. And he was supposed, Reuben wanted him to go back home. But when Judah had the plan about selling him, Judah said, I got a plan. Let's make money. Now, Reuben was on board with selling him. Pay attention to this. Now, look where I'm going. And he goes, he gets put in the pit twice. 
he gets sold to the Ishmaelites, and then the Ishmaelites sells him to Potiphar over in Egypt. And the Bible says when he was at Potiphar's house that the Lord was with him. See, you may not know where you are, where you are, but when the Lord is with you, he'll place you in a position you just don't know where you are, where you are, but it's the Lord's doing. The Lord will use folk that you may think that is so minute, so insignificant, so unimportant, but because you ran into some unknown person and they said, just go that way. We don't know who that person was. Who can you look over your life and wonder if I hadn't had that encounter? If I hadn't talked to that person, if I hadn't bumped into that person, I never would have been here today. Hallelujah. It reminds me of when I was in high school. And my mind was to go to the Air Force. Yes, it was. And then I had a teacher say, well, let's, let's do a project. Let's, let's fantasize and, and pick some places on the globe where you could go and do some research. And then you want to save the, do it like a five, an imitation, five-year, ten-year plan. I said, okay. And I spent the, spent the globe and I hit three places. I hit Grinnell. I'll never, never forget it. I hit Grinnell, Iowa, Rochester, New York, and Hamilton, New York. I started doing research, saw Rochester, saw University of Rochester, and just now saw how at the time Rochester was the best place to go shopping in the country. People would come all over the country to come shopping in Rochester. And at that time, that was back when Midtown was booming. You know, maybe back in the night, Midtown was booming. And for me, when I got into from nothing like it, every shop all the way down to Plymouth was wide open. You could get on the bus for free downtown and ride all over downtown. As a matter of fact, if you got in the right spot, you could walk all between buildings and never put your foot on the ground. Okay? But, but look, I wanted to go to the Air Force. But then I had an opportunity to apply to the University of Rochester. And I wasn't going, I wasn't too much thinking until my white guidance counselor said, he said, you're not smart enough to go to this school. I said, what you say? I said, I'm ranked eighth of my class of 260 people. He said, you're still not smart enough. Who do you think you're talking to? I ain't smart enough. So I went to the, to the Air Force recruiter. I said, listen, I want to join the Air Force, but I got this college application, and I'm going to apply for it. If I didn't have to go to this college, I'm going. But otherwise, I'm coming to the Air Force. He said, that's the best plan I think you got. And I was like, wait a minute, but you told other folk, come join the Air Force. How do you got benefits for school? But you tell me that's the best plan when everybody else you told come to the Air Force, you get GI Bill, help you with school, but for me? I was like, he must not want me to go to the Air Force. I was real upset. Then I said, I'm going to show everybody. I went to study so hard, I moved up to number five of my class, and I went back to that guidance counselor told him, guess what, I've applied. And he said, that was the dumbest one you could have made. And I said, guess what, I've been accepted, and I'm going. That was my detour. Y'all don't want to hear me today. It's a, it's a, it's a, I ain't yelling a lot today, but I want you to hear this. It's my detour, hallelujah. Because if I never would have came to Rochester, if I never did, would have done some other things. Some, not always some good things. There's sometimes you have to do some bad things for God to, 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 to direct you into the right place to get you to meet the right people so you can have what you're supposed to have. So this that I can stay behind the pulpit and say God's detour signs, hallelujah. When God wants to detour you, he can use every and anything, but what we've got to remember is that when God is with you, he can use what he 
he wants to get you into position so that he can bless you. That's right. We run here talking about we want a blessing, but then you have to let God work then. That's right. We have to let God work it out how he wants to work it out. So if you notice it throughout the whole story, one thing Joseph never does was complain. See, I'm already preaching. You don't even know. That one thing he didn't do was complain. And something else I noticed is that he didn't let him stay with his family. Pause there for a moment. Sometimes your family can't get what God got for you. Sometimes the family don't understand. And so when God wants you out of that environment, sometimes you have the best of environments with the best of family, but sometimes God can wrap up something in that family to have everybody in that family not to like you so you can leave. I can do no help in here. We got some good family, but sometimes there are certain things that happen in your family so you can get out of that family so God can bless you. Some of us don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. When God wanted to bless you, unfortunately, he couldn't bless you with your family around you. My God. Oh, it's, it's rough. It's good in here. It's good in here. I mean, sometimes we have to see that. We want to get mad. I ain't never had no support. Mama didn't like me. Daddy didn't like me. All my brothers put me in the pit. They sold me. He didn't complain because the Lord was with him. That's right. That's what we have to remember. That the Lord is with us. Hallelujah. And the Bible said he was doing so good. Hallelujah. Over there with power. He was doing so good. He, he was doing so good to the point where Potiphar said, man, I'm going to put you in charge of everything. Woo. He was in charge of everything, but he was still a slave. But he was happy at being Potiphar's slave because he had favor. God had given him so much favor to the point that everything that was in his hand was blessed. Potiphar was blessed because he was living in Potiphar's house. And everything Potiphar did was blessed. But I'm here to tell you, there was a time when God got an assignment for you. And when God wants you in another position, sometimes we get comfortable with being stuck. And God got to unstuck you. And what happened was that Potiphar's wife, I was going to say his old lady because that's what she sounded like. Potiphar's wife decided, he said, oh, that boy looked good. And when Potiphar wasn't around, she said, come over here and let's go to bed. <laughs> come on, y'all. Y'all don't read the scripture. He said, it says lie with her, but she wanted him to have sex with her. Come on now. Come on, be wrong. That's what the word is referencing to. And, 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 jo and Joseph said, no, I can't do that. Because it wouldn't be right. It would be right against your husband and be bad in God's eyesight. It would be sin against God. But she didn't care. You know, some folks don't care. Some folks don't care. If what they have you do is going to block your blessing because they already doomed themselves and they don't know it. There are some folks that God got them in position to make sure you're going in the right direction because where you headed, they can't ever get there. They ain't going there. They can't handle it. That's why they stuck where they are. And all they can do is cause trouble and try to block you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm talking about detour into position. But again, this man was happy. And being, the Bible says he could decide everything except for what Potiphar wanted to eat. Everything. He was he was happy. Can you see? Oh, he said, Oh, I'm uh, listen, I ain't got my brothers around. 
ain't in no pit. I can do what I want to do. Ain't nobody. But he said to deal with this woman every day. She kept coming after him. Sleep with me. Sleep with me. And one day she grabbed him by his clothes, y'all. That's right. Grabbed him by his clothes. He pulled away, and, 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 his, and some of his clothes was left there. She called to God. This Hebrew man over here tried to rape me. Come on now. We know some folk just like that. We believe, there are, listen, every woman that called rape ain't being raped. I'm going to put it on there. Come on now. And some of us have our children. Let me pause it just for a quick second. Some of us got some children, got some young daughters who are fast. Can I tell the truth that are fast? She's 17 and a boy 18, but because you think your daughter is so pure and you think your daughter is so sweet, you have that boy arrested because it's statutory rape. He a grown man. That's a year different. You don't think your daughter talk to me? Then you make your daughter testify against that young man because you don't want your name changed. Oh this is the right here. Hallelujah. And you get you get mad. Put folk into bad situations. And the Bible says Potiphar was very upset and put that man in prison. And not just any prison, he put him in the king's prison and he was bound up in the king's prison. Can you imagine? God gave you a dream. He, you was in a pit. Hallelujah. Then you was in a palace. Hallelujah. You was in two pits. You were sold twice. And you in the you thought you was in so I'm, I'm living my best life. <laughs> I don't know how things gonna get better than this. But then when God has a plan, he's like, you don't got too comfortable. Now it's time for a detour. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, while he was in the while he was in the prison, the Bible said God was still with him. Hallelujah. I want to tell somebody that. I don't know how bad it is in your life right now. I don't know how 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 how, how disastrous things are got. I don't know how many jobs you done lost. I don't know how many times you done lost loved ones. I don't count times you done lost jobs, lost houses, lost cars. When God wants you into position, the things that he do may look ugly, but it's for your good. Hallelujah. It, it, may, it, may, it may not look the best in your eyes, but as Jeremiah says that, his thoughts ain't your thoughts. His ways, your way. You will never understand the mind of God. But if God is in your life, let him be God in your life and shut up. And let God do it. He was in the prison. And I can show it on his mind. How am I going to let this dream be fulfilled? And I'm in the prison. I know there's sometimes we get discouraged. He's like, I, God, you gave me God, you gave me faith, but I can't do it. I'm stuck. I can't. I ain't got no help. And while he was in the prison, God was so much in his life that God gave him so much favor, even in the prison, to the point that, 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 that even with the man in charge of the prison, God let, listen, this is an incredible favor. When the prison says, when the prison ward tells him, you know what, I'm going to put you in charge over every activity that all of the prisoners do. I ain't never heard of that. Hallelujah. That, that you're going to take over my job. You feel a prisoner, but I trust you that much. I'm going to have you do what, what you feel is necessary in this place. And the Bible says that he ran into two people. Yes, yes, yes. He ran into the chief butler That's right. and the chief baker. Hallelujah. I tell you, this could be the best old brother in the Bible. And in there, 
He went with the chief butler. The butler had a dream and it had to do something about me. It was about three days. And, and then he tells the butler, he said, in three days, you're going to be restored to your position. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I can see the baker all excited. Ooh, ooh, I had a dream too. And it was about three days, three days, uh, so whatever. He said, oh, I have to tell you, but you're going to be dead. Oh, oh, oh. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? You hear everybody else getting good news. Everybody else getting blessed. But God said, not you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, have mercy, Lord. Sometimes we have to understand that every blessing that ain't meant for you, ain't gonna, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> and sometimes your, your God will if you, mm, Jesus, this is for somebody today. If you don't live like you that God may want you to live, your end is near. Hallelujah. You've been sitting for far too long, and you want the church to pray for you, but you ain't going to change on your ways. And God will simply tell you your end is near. Your time is up. Death is coming. You can have all the parties you want. You can say the devil is alive there how many times. But if you keep sinning, I hate to tell you, but the Bible is still true, that the way to the sin is still death. On this side, hallelujah, and on the other side, it is still death. You can act a fool of, well, I'm saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, but you don't care about how much you drink. You don't care how much times you cuss. You don't care about who you're going to beat up or who you're going to slap, who you talk about, how much room you spread, and you think God is blessing you? The Bible says, shall grace abide, and we continue in sin? No! God forbid. It ain't gonna happen like that. If you keep on sinning, thinking God is blessing you, the Bible said He will give you over to your way of thinking. Go ahead and think like that. You go ahead and think like that. You go ahead and think like that. But when God got His hand on your life and you are believing God to do what He said He's gonna do, it don't matter where you are. You just trust in God. I know God is with me because He can be faithful in some unlikely places. Come on, likely place. I can see Joseph. He's like, I don't know why, but he tells the butler, he said, when you get up there, do me a favor. Don't forget about me. As soon as he got there, as soon as he got there, what did he do? He forgot all about it. I'm telling you, like a soap opera for real. You tell, you know, everybody when I was a child, somebody said, now, don't, don't forget about me now. Don't forget about me. You go up there, you make it big. Don't forget about me. But as soon as they make it big, they don't even know your name. They don't know your address. They don't know your mama's name. And if you see them, they tell you, who you? This was the butler. The butler was now in position. He was so happy. He was so ecstatic till he forgot all about him until God. But listen, sometimes God has to create a situation. Amen. Listen to me, church. Sometimes God has to create a situation to make things happen. Do you hurt me? Because it was two years. I just see God say, I want this boy to understand what's happening, but ain't nothing. He down here still in prison. I told him what was going to happen. It's time to make it happen. Hallelujah. And so look what happened. The, the, the king, Pharaoh, the Pharaoh has a dream. Hallelujah. He has a dream about all these seven, seven here, seven there, cows and everything. He just dreaming all kinds of stuff. And he calls up his magicians. He calls up all his wise men. He calls up everybody. Can you interpret my dream? And they're going, Woo! I'm okay. I don't know what to tell you. And the butler come up and tell him, well, I know this fella. 
Hallelujah. You see how God can get you in the position. You don't even know what's working behind the scenes. He down there thinking that the brother done forgot about him. Yes, he did. But God knows how to bring things to into position when it's his timing. It was God's timing. He knew the Lord was with him and he was still trusting the Lord. And he wasn't complaining. And the word came down to him. He said, the king wants to see you. And what did Joshua or Joseph do? He fixed himself up. Watch his face. He got ready because why? He didn't know if this was it, but he knew if it is, I'm ready. If it ain't, I'm still ready. Sometimes we got to learn how to get ready. We got to learn how to get ready. I don't know what's up ahead, but when I see it by next detour sign, I'm going to make that turn. Somebody in here needs to be ready to make that turn. Tell your neighbor, get ready now. Get ready. It's time for that turn. You got to get ready. Listen, and when it's time for the turn, just like in your car, make sure you got plenty of gas. Hallelujah. You got to have plenty of gas. You got to have, you got to have enough of the word. You got to be filled up. Hallelujah. You got to stay filled up because if you ain't filled up knowing that God got you, when God got you, when God said move, you will never hear him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bible tells us that my sheep know my voice. He, he tells you, my sheep know my voice. And when I talk to them, they'll listen. When I tell them to move, they'll move. And so when he called him and said, yeah, it's time to go get into your position, he got up there and he told the king, guess what this means? You need to start gathering. <laughs> For seven years, hallelujah. You got to start gathering. You got to start storing because you're going to have a whole lot of years of plenty, hallelujah. You're going to have a whole lot of years of fruitfulness. And then you will have seven years of the worst time in your life. You're going to have all the seven years of the worst famine you have ever seen. It's going to be so bad until the world is going to need you. It's going to be so bad that people are going to scout the world looking for food. And he said, guess what you got? Definitely talk to your dream. And the king said, I ain't got nobody that can help me with this. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes God can get somebody that ain't got no degree. Hallelujah. That ain't, that ain't, that, that, that ain't got the right background. They're from a bad family. Hallelujah. That, that, that done been through a whole lot of stuff. He can use folk that have been in pits. And he can use folk that have been into prison. Hallelujah. I can't get no help in here. God can use folk that's been to prison. He can use folk that's been to rehab. He can use folk that, that have done some, some, some disastrous stuff. There are folk in jail that ain't done nothing bad. There's a whole lot of folk that have done something bad. And he can use them all. And so if God can use them out of prison, why can't we use them? I can't get no help in here. I'm going to tell somebody, we got to stop being a hindrance. Because it's with those folks, when you help somebody, you just never know how God's going to use them to bless you. That's right. That's right. Bible says, Bible says, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, at this point, he looks, I ain't got nobody. He said, uh, you it. Hallelujah. He said, thank you, Jesus. He said, you it. Pharaoh said, I know you are a slave. I know you've been a prisoner, but you it. 
I'm going to tell somebody that you it. Hallelujah. Yo, it's you. Hallelujah. God said, you about to go get it. If I'm going to use you to go get it. I, I know what other folks are saying. I know what it looks like. I know what you have seen. But you it. Hallelujah. You about to get it. You about to have it. You about to get promoted. You about to get elevated beyond folks who talked about you, who said it wasn't worth it, that you weren't worth it. You about to get elevated in such a position that the same folk that was putting you down going to come back you for a job. The same folk that didn't want to know your name, that tried to kill you off and try to disown you, or the same folk they going to come to you and say, can you please help me? And the Bible says that, that, that Joseph was the governor. He was second in command. Couldn't nobody do nothing. Even Pharaoh wouldn't do it. He would say, go see Joseph. And they never, they never, that's when the land was good and plenteous. Then it got bad. Hallelujah. It got real bad. When it got bad, it got bad. Hallelujah. People would come up from all over the world and they wanted, listen to this now, they wanted to see the king. Hallelujah. They wanted to see Pharaoh. Look, look at how God, look at how God, when God gives you, sometimes what God gives you is a result that you can't understand. He said, he told Joseph, he said, he said, son, he said, everything's going to bow down to you. And he was so excited about it. He told him, sometimes I've learned this. Sometimes we, we will say, don't know how to keep your mouth shut. Actually, no, open your mouth. Hallelujah. Because you just don't know when you speak it. When you say, God said this. Hallelujah. Things start getting into motion. Things start happening. Things start to moving out of the way. Things start, things start coming in the way. Hallelujah. So that you can get into the position that God wants you at. Thank you, Jesus. And the word here says that in order to get anything from Joseph, they had to bow down. Y'all yeah. see how good it is. And then it said they got so bad until his father, uh, Jacob, he said, we ain't told his son, we ain't got no food. But I heard there is some food over there in Egypt. Go over and see whoever that man is and go get you some food. Go get us some food because we're over here starving. And the Bible says that his brothers went. Hallelujah. They didn't recognize him. But he recognized them. I'm going to tell somebody when God raised you up. Nobody will never know all of the dirt that God had to rinse off of you. Nobody will know everything that God got to do. When they forget about you, I'm going to tell you today. That's God's best environment. It's for folks to forget about you. Because when they forget about you, that means they out the way. When God, when God, when people write you off, tell them thank you for writing me off. Tell them thank you for writing me off. Because when God does what he does, he set you up. Now, now, 
Joseph was his favorite. That's right. And they only brought him back a jacket covered with blood. And you didn't go look for him? Oh, God. I'm going to make that but maybe y'all catch this. He's supposed to be your favorite. And you heard how your sons were talking about him. You knew they didn't like him. They come back with a with a with a coat with blood on his coat. And they coming back to the house acting like who coat is this? Who coat is this? Anybody know who coat this is? They know who coat it was. But yet, but yet, he gonna look at that's my son. Well, we think something bad happened to him, daddy. We couldn't find him. But this is cold. He said, he didn't go. He didn't go here. And he take the coat and he didn't go look for his son. I know I didn't miss that, did I? He did not go look for his son. He didn't know where he was. So this was supposed to be his favorite. Do you, do you hear me? It's supposed to be his favorite. I mean, to tell somebody today, even those who love you the best, God can have you wiped off their mind so that you can be in a position that you got to be in. All of these tools, everybody that ain't in your life today that was back in your life when, everybody comes and goes like a season. Yes, they do. I, I, I hate to tell you, even your mama and your daddy, even your mama and your daddy, will gonna come and go like seasons. You can say, Mama, I want you to be here forever. It breaks my heart every time. When I see folk over their loved ones and in the castle, and they say, Mama, don't go. Mama got to go. Hallelujah. But Daddy, don't go. Daddy got to go. Hallelujah. And we get married at God because of what God had to do. Listen, God used them in their life. Now let God use you in your life. Hallelujah. Listen, so many times we worship the dead and we don't worship God. God wants you to worship him and not worship the dead. That's why Jesus let the dead bury the dead. They, are not, they got no power. They got no authority. They're just a shell. I know what I'm talking about. Because when my mama died, when my mama was stressed out, I said, oh, mama, I almost said, don't go. And God said, don't forget, I'm still here. Amen. 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 Y'all have to remember, God said, I'm still here. We got to remember that. I'm the one that still fed. Young mama, when you thought she was feeding you, I fed you. Because mama was clothing you, I clothed you. God said, I did all of that. How dare you give credit to others when you shouldn't be giving the credit to me? Hallelujah. And this man, he didn't even look for his son. And he said, he said, this was my favorite. But when Benjamin was held back, he said, I got to go get my boy. What? What do you mean? You're going to go get Benjamin? But you didn't go get Joseph? You didn't want to go find his body? He wasn't that important? Because was you still mad? Because he said that one day you was going to bow down to him? Oh, Jesus. Somebody today, you don't, don't, don't hold back your children. I'm going to tell you, don't hold back your children. Don't hold back, don't hold back none of them. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean God ain't giving them something that you ain't ever seen in your life. We gotta stop dreaming dreams that's for our children and let God give us, give our children what he wants them to have. Because if you don't fall in line, God will get you out the way. Hallelujah. Won't he do a church? You wanna say what he do about healing? But won't he move folk out the way? Won't he move for, won't he move you out the way? Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Bible says he goes up there. I can see him. He's, he's nervous. He want to get his son back. They worry about the movie going to get in trouble. They didn't know that, that, that he put the money in there because they was his family. He loved them and he wanted them to, like, to, 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 to take care of them. He wasn't, even, he wasn't even thinking about it. And I can see them when they came there. The Bible says he, he had to go eat someplace and he went to another room and he was eating separate from the king and he was over there crying. He was sad and they was wondering why did he go that way and not go over there. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that we don't get about this story. That you can never go into the room that God got for me. I said it again. You will never go into the room that God got for me. When God unlocks my door, that's my door. You hear me? That's my door. Just because you ain't got the key, God got the key for me. Jesus, God got the key for me. Just because, just because the door you don't hide, the door you think the door can fit you. But unless God unlocks the door, you can't even walk in. David, look, listen, listen. The Bible tells us that even David, hallelujah, his brothers said that he would never be nothing. But God let the oil run for him, hallelujah. Who did he got the oil running in your direction? Who did he got the oil running in your path? Hallelujah. Everybody else wrote you on. But God let the oil pour in your direction. God let it pour in your house, hallelujah. Trying to get through, I'm trying to get through. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that after a while, they, that Joshua, Joseph, had to confess. Hallelujah. He had to confess. He said, Y'all don't recognize me. He said, Well, I'm your brother. Hallelujah. He said, I'm your brother. He said, I'm the one who you put in the pit. I'm the one who you put in the pit twice. I'm the one who you sold. I'm the one who you wrote on. Remember, I told you that you were going to bow down to me. Remember, I told you that the Sunday moon was going to bow down to me. Didn't I tell you? I'm going to tell somebody. Didn't you? God told me to tell you. Didn't God tell you that he was going to do it that way? Yes. Didn't God tell you? He told me he could do it. If God said he could do it, let God do it. Then. Let him do it. Bible says, he said, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you what was going to happen? And then I can see him get all afraid. He got all, take you, Jesus. He tells him, he said, listen, see, this is what you know, that all the time God was with him, hallelujah, when you know God is with you, you don't always know how God going to do it. But when you trust God, this has been a season for somebody. I done heard we say this Bible study. I trust God. Hallelujah. We don't say that all the many different weeks. I trust God. When you trust God, there ought to be no limit to your trust. There ought to be no circumstances that will prevent you from trusting God. There ought to be no, no problem, no situation, no pit, no prison, no palace. No cheater, no liar, no robber that can prevent you from trusting God. And the Bible says, when the brothers were feeling bad, he had to tell them these words. He said, everything you make for evil, God turned it around for my good. When you tell somebody today, they may, have turned it, they may be up against you, but the Bible says he more than the world against you. Now when you tell somebody, every evil plan that they got, every low down sticking thing, they may got in your direction. They may mean it for evil. I mean, they won't God turn around. Won't God turn around. Won't God turn around. If you do that thing a real quick, get on your feet and say, God, turn around. Turn around, God. Turn around, God. Turn around. Turn around. He'll turn around. He'll turn around. 
to do it for you. He'll put a detour there. But if he with you, just trust him. Won't he do it, church? Won't he do it for the church? If you look back over your life and you see how far he brought you, he done brought you over miracles. He done brought you over heels. Brought you through some valleys. Brought you over through some bridges. Brought you across some deserts. Brought you through some hunger. Brought you through periods of no clothes. Brought you periods of no water. Through periods of no home. Through periods of no job. Through periods of no nothing. But through it all, if you look at yourself, where you are, where you are, you have what you have. Jesus, 
who you call on when you when you have no other help. And the song said, well, none else can help. Now, I'm going to tell somebody, they wrote him off too. They thought they had him when they nailed him to the cross. They thought they had him when they raised him up. They thought they had him. If they had him, they should have sealed up his mouth. They should have stapled up his lips because he still was talking. And the Bible tells us, he had told him, he said, I can turn down the temple and in three days raise it back up again. And they wrote him off when he died. He may have died, but they put him in the cave. They put a rock over him. They said, let's make sure he can't come back. I'm going to tell somebody, somebody wrote you off. They're trying to make sure you don't come back. Well, I'm going to tell you today that my God, he got angels, hallelujah. He got angels. He got powers that supersede your plans. He got authority. He can make the earthquake. He can make the earthquake. He can make the thunder roll. And he can make rocks move out your way. And when the rock moves out your way, you got to come out like Jesus did. Oh, yeah. Come out like Jesus did. Come out like Jesus did. Let you remember that. Just as Jesus come out, we are, we said that we are Christians, we are Christ-like, they do like Jesus did. Come out of it. They bear it walk out of that. Right. Oh, Jesus, you can walk out into it. This is for me. You can walk out of that. Hallelujah. I don't care. I don't care how many to say you can walk out of that. Oh, Jesus. I don't care. I don't care what others don't put in your path. I don't care what you don't put in your path. You can walk with my knees that. Hallelujah. You can't move the rock. Guess what? God can. You can't move. You can't open up the door. God can. Matter of fact, why don't you ask Lazarus? The Bible said, Jesus, show me where you made it. I'm going to tell you that show God where you're at. Yeah. Tell him where you are. God, here I am. Yeah. And why don't he come see about you? Why don't he tell move the rock away? Sometimes it ain't your folks. Sometimes it's you that got to move away that rock. Sometimes you got the power to move it out your way, but you're comfortable with the rock being in your path, your path because you don't want it as bad as you want. But if you trust God, you have to trust God because just as he will give you strength, he gave Samson the same strength. When Samson was standing between two pillars, he gave him strength to move yes, the pillars. Don't you know he'll give you strength to move your rock? Yes, he'll give you strength to walk up out that cave. Yes, he'll give you strength to come up out that prison. Yes, Can I get witness, church? Yes. Everybody in here started from nothing. But we something today. Can I get a witness? I don't know where you are right now. You may not be what you want to be, but if you let God here get you there. But I tell you where you are. This ain't the this ain't the, this ain't the period. This is just a comma in your life. This is just a comma in your life. Many of us put exclamation mark. I guess this is it. The devil is alive. You too. And you too. You allow you too. Because this ain't what God say. That's because it's all you can see. This is where faith comes in. If God got another step, you don't know you have to trust God and He'll get you there. He'll get you there. No, no, everybody in here is a nobody. Everybody in here is a nobody. And God gave us all detour signs. Do y'all hear me? Everybody in here has had detours in your life that God has placed you into position. All you got to do is two, do two things. That is to trust God and be quiet. 
Trust God and be quiet. Because if you trust him and be quiet and let God do what he do, everything will fall into place. He'll get you, he'll get you where he wants you to be. But you got to let him do it. Because as soon as you start complaining, that's doubt. That ain't faith. What God is? Doubt. You doubt. He don't want you to doubt him. He wants you to trust him. I know you can't see it. I know you can't hear it. I know you don't know the next step. I know you don't know. But if you just stay ready, just stay ready, I declare. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. Somebody, the Bible says, Joel says, an old man will still dream dreams. That's what the book said. Old man can still dream dreams. And if he can dream, if you can dream a dream, he can make sure that dream gets accomplished. Can I get a witness? See, but a couple of folks clap a little bit. But I'm, 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 I'm a living witness. God is still, he's still letting you dream. Hallelujah. He's still letting you dream. He's still letting you achieve stuff. He's still letting you achieve stuff. And you're going to achieve it if you don't quit complaining and remember that you're supposed to trust God. Even in that, trust God. And see what he worked that day. Won't he work it out, church? Give God a hand of praise. There's a song I'm going to try to sing. It says, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Oh, I'm
Hallelujah. If y'all in the house today and you get to get Jesus Christ your life, hallelujah, I'm going to tell you, you're at the detour, hallelujah. He detoured you back to him. Hallelujah. He detoured you back to him. You may not understand, but this is your detour moment today. This is your detour today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Lord, we acknowledge you today, oh God. We acknowledge you right now, God, that you can do it for, for Moses. If you can do it for Daniel. If you can do it for Daniel. If you can do it for Abram, Abraham. If you can do it for Isaac. If you can do it for Jacob. And surely if you can do it for Joseph. Surely, God, you can do it for me. And God, we hear God. We hear God ready, oh God. We're trusting you, oh God. Help us not to complain no more. Help us not to complain no more. Help us not to ignore you. Help us not to help us to listen to you. Help us to be watchful, oh God. Help us to be watchful with our eyes. And watchful with our ears, oh God. In your son Jesus' name. As we're here, somebody needs to heal it, oh God. Pour out according to the word. Pour out right now, God. They're in the right place. At the right time. You brought them here, God. You directed them here, God. Now they can get it. Now they can get it, oh God. Now they can get it. Now, God, I thank you. God, now as we get ready, oh God. Now as we get ready, oh God, to leave this place. God, I ask you, God, to be with the Maxwell family. Be with the Frith family. Be with Sister Vicky Frith that she's buried her aunt. Be with the Frith family. As Brother Ron is in the hospital. He was just the camera Smith. And she's in the with many others, oh God. Those in the nursing home, God. We, we know you can, oh God. But be with us right now, too, God. In the name of Jesus. You've always been with St. Paul. Be with us, or be with the Knight family, too, God. In the name of Jesus. Be with my family, oh God. God, let's give it to Give our offering, oh God. I ask God in the name of Jesus. Some of God want to give tithes when they think about their bills. God, help them to trust you. Help them to trust you, oh God. And see what you do with their faith. And they just trust you with their faith. And do what your word says, oh God. And what you pour out into them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Not just them, oh God, but with others that don't bring their offering. Let it all be music for the uplifting of your kingdom. In your son, Jesus' name. Father, there are two, God, there are some dumb things, God. I ask you to bless those as we leave, God. God, if there's anything else I've missed, oh God, I'm asking you, oh God, be that difference maker. Be that difference maker. Because God, we trust you. God, we believe you. And God, we know that you're with us. Now, oh God, it's going to leave this place and not out of your sight. Be traveling grace for those that are traveling. Be traveling back to those that are leaving, those that are coming back to a Father God. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name. As we leave this place out of your sight, be with us and stand by us. In Jesus' name. Let your whole church say, Amen. 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 Give God some praise in this place. Amen. <laughs>